Hey, thank you for listening to Chris the Insurance Guy podcast. I'm on a mission to help insurance agents getting started to expedite their process, not make the same mistakes as I made, and help you guide you through this process because it's not very clear. And hopefully this is bringing some value to you. And if it is, please subscribe. Please share this with one of your friends that might get some value from it as well. And let's get right into it. Hey, what's up guys? Chris here uh, with another video on how to close more deals. Um, Something dear to my heart uh, and really wanted to kind of break down how I look at it, um, the difference between closing a deal and then selling a deal. So let's dive into it. So first things first, I'll explain kind of my thoughts on the difference between closing a deal and then selling a deal. Um, there's different uh, a lifespan of a deal. There's like, you know, that initial introduction, you get to know somebody, you kind of build some rapport. Now they're giving you an opportunity. Now you're in the, you know, quoting or, um, you know, stage of your, you know, presenting the product, the product or the policy or the quote. And then there's that last little sliver, which is like the last five, 10% where it's like the close, the actual asking for the order of the deal. So very underst- very important that you understand the different life stages of a deal. Um, a lot of the stuff happens in the middle where it's the selling stage where you're you know, selling the, the, um, the quality of the company, the uh, bells and whistles has got, let's just say auto insurance, it's towing, it's got towing and, and uh, rental car coverage and the deductible is low. And, um, you have great coverage, so um, that's like the selling portion. And then there's that last portion where everyone gets all nervous when it's time to say, "Hey, sir, um, it's $650 down payment. Um, did you want to use a Visa or did you want to use a Mastercard?" And then that's where everyone gets a little bit hesitant and scared. So very important to be calm, cool, collected, and know what how to overcome objections in that last <clears throat> five to ten percent of the deal. So I'll give you guys kind of a few tip um, tips on what I think will help you a lot and get you know expedite this process make you more efficient at closing and reel them in um, I think the foundation always start with the foundation uh, you need to get you know a sales book you need to whoever you know you follow that you think is the best at sales I could go into it forever but I'll just give you my suggestion I, I really like the book called Closers Survival Guide by Grant Cardone highly recommend that listen to the whole audiobook or get the actual book Uh, it's on audible Um, check it out it helped me a lot I could go into a little story there's one time where I was dragging out this deal it was like a seven thousand dollar deal and I couldn't figure I was dragged on for months and months and I listened to this book for like 30 minutes one day I just shut off everything I just listened to it wrote some notes closed that deal I paid like 12.99 for it it was the best 12.99 I ever spent in my life so check that book out Um, next thing you want to do is you want to have people to actually have opportunities at bats so what you got to do is either you got to increase your activity, you got to get a good lead generation strategy. Um, so, and you know, lead gen, that's a different topic, but um, I recommend another book by Grant Cardone. It's called 10X. Um, you increase your activity levels and you have more shots, more at-bats. You're going to close more deals when you have more at-bats. Um, but still, you want to refine your, your skills at the end there when it's time to reel them in. Um, so, you know, next thing I would suggest is, you know, refining your actual process and your your um, your sales strategy at the end. So 
once you refine that, you need to have a pipeline, an actual physical pipeline, whether it's a whiteboard or you have <clears throat> a board or a pipeline, there's pipe drive, there's a bunch of systems out there where you can see physically where they're at on the stage of the deal. Um, that helps you nurture them. The follow-up is massive. Uh, ma follow-up is probably one of the most important things in how, you know, um, you know, uh, consistent you are and uh, strategic you are with your follow-up. You don't want to be hitting people up every single day. You want to be like, give them a little bit of time, give them a little space, maybe two days later, follow up. And then um, it's a little bit of an art. So um, that non-neediness uh, and the confidence in your product, it's also, you know, they sense it too. So um, like I said, the more and more you kind of practice and the better you get at it, you will kind of start to feel more confidence. And those bigger deals when they say, you know, hey, sir, how much are you paying um, currently? And they, they say, you know, $75,000. You don't get like shocked. You know, you sit there and you, you know, I've been here before. I know exactly I deal with these kind of clients all the time. So there's this calm presence that they kind of sense too. So it's a bit of an art and you kind of have to feel it. But I'll give you a little, a few other wording and um, tips that I recommend. Always understand and always know these answers before you go and present a product or a policy. And, and that's when you get into the close. Um, when you present and it's time to ask for an order to pay. So always know these, there's five of them. I recommend this to my team and I try to do this every single time. It's become subconscious for me now, but um, you know, one of them is which, which carrier are you currently with? Know the company, you can always leverage something being cheaper or you know, better quality. So very important. How much are you paying? You wanna know how much the person's actually paying before you show them a price. That way you can leverage yours being justifying it's being more expensive or cheaper. Um, why are you shopping? Are you here to just save money? Are you just, are, is your policy canceling? Are you being non-renewed? Are you just looking for better coverage, better service? Uh, it's very, very important you know that too. Um, uh, number four, what do you value? So once you know the price and you know you presented a price, um, what do you value other than the, you know, the price of your insurance? Is there anything else you value? and make them answer that question. Um, is there anything else you value, sir, other than the price? So, very important. And then last but not least, um, can you actually see their policy? It's very nice to see the policy and you can kind of leverage them side by side. So, um, those are my tips. I, that's all I got. Uh, hopefully, those were helpful. And like I said, it's a bit of an art. It comes with practice. Um, I'm still not perfect and I've definitely grown and been gotten better myself. As you can see, some of my live cold calling videos are not like, I'm not crushing, I'm not the best cold caller out there, but um, little by little, even just building trust and rapport with people out there, they start to trust me, they refer people, and it's become easier and easier. And once it's time to ask for the order, ask for the, you know, the money, um, you become comfortable and, and the confidence is there. So um, check out those books. That's all I got for you guys. I will uh, see you guys at the top and let me know if anybody has any questions, feel free to check out chriscostantini.com. I'm here to help. Wanted to just try to give as much value as I possibly can, so hopefully that was helpful. It's a loaded topic, so if anybody has more questions, I'll go into it um, deeper if you wanna know. So leave some comments, subscribe, please like. Really appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.